0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Hype by Night. This is your host, Javon, a.k.a. The Alaskan Assassin. And this is episode 12, Yeah, bitch. We are
1: trapped in a loop.
0: Everybody doing man it's been a long long time been a f- couple months maybe maybe a few months i'm not even really sure but i don't know man i had a couple drinks smoked a little joint um and decided i wanted to do a podcast today i know they're so random like the timing of everything is so random but that's just the way it goes today i want to start off with talking about some new Drake music. And I know I haven't really started this podcast out talking about new music. But I'm going to start a little format. And I'm going to see if it works. Um, and yeah, thanks for enjoying. En- enjoying. Thanks for joining me on this ride, on this journey, on this adventure. And it should be a good one today. But if you haven't listened to the new Drake, take a listen. If you're listening to this and you haven't heard it, pause this podcast Listen to the Drake song. Come back to this podcast. Because you won't get what I'm saying if you haven't heard it. You feel me? Yeah, and, you know, it's a Drake song with fucking DJ Khaled producing it. And, you know, I have a lot of conversation with people. And a lot of people don't know if they're not, you know, privy to, like, the music business and the music language. But he's a producer in the sense of, like, not making the actual beats that you hear behind Drake's vocals. He actually puts the music together. He's like, I don't even know the people's name, but he's like an orchestrator. He orchestrates it all. Um, I don't know the guy's name and the orchestra that has the two little sticks, and he's, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But that's what DJ Khaled kind of does. He's in the studio doing that. DJ Khaled's not in the studio with his hands on the buttons and the knobs, he's in the studio telling other people how to move the buttons and the knobs, or at least what he wants, and they move the buttons and the knobs if you if you know anything about the film industry maybe um it's like he's like it's like a director basically and you know you have your crew members doing the things they need to do to make a full motion picture um and this is what they're doing to make a full album or a song um so yeah DJ Khaled produced it um I'm I'm always skeptical with DJ Khaled because you know he's a commercial guy like he likes to make music for the commercial audience, the mainstream audience, and he he loves that. I'm not really into all that. I'm into the shit that rides the cusp. I'm into music that I feel like a lot of people would like, but it's not on the radio. And I'm always like, why isn't this song on the radio? I feel like a lot of people would like this song. I'm into that more than anything. And, And I ride that line so hard that a lot of times I like songs that do end up being on the radio. And since I don't listen to the radio, I don't even know they're on the radio. I'm just listening to them at home thinking it's good music, not knowing that the whole world has been listening to this music, it's funny, I always think I'm the only one, and then someone turns on the radio in their car, or something, because I use, I use auxiliary, or Bluetooth, like, I'm never, I'm never listening to the radio, so when I get in someone else's car, who might not have the setup I have, or the setup, you know, whatever, I hear the radio, and I'm like, wait a minute, that song's playing, oh, okay, I didn't know, I'm just on Spotify with it, you feel me, but, so DJ Khaled did it. The first song on the two-song release, uh, this was Friday, by the way, last Friday. Um, the first song's called "Pop Star," and I'm thinking, you know, "Rock Star" by the Baby just came out not too long, too long ago, and it was like a smash. So I'm like, all right, well, hopefully he doesn't try to just take this whole thing. I listened to it and I actually like it. I don't know whose flow he took because he's, you know, it's Drake. He's always taking a flow, but. Um, I liked it, I liked it a lot And like I said, if you haven't heard it, you should listen to it Um, It's definitely going to be a song playing um, I always want to say Post-COVID I've been calling it um, Basically AC and BC Before COVID, after COVID So I talk about a lot of things and say Yeah, maybe we can do that in 2021 AC 2021 after COVID, you know um, cause that's the way I view the things now. I think in 2021, maybe things open a little bit before, but 2021, if you go to a club, you go to a bar, you, you know, those type of things, you're going to hear pop star. You don't, you don't have a choice. If you're going to listen to the radio, you're going to hear pop star. It just came out on Friday. It's probably already on the radio cause it's Drake and it's DJ Khaled, but you're going to hear it. And I, I personally enjoy it. I personally enjoy the song. Um, so the second song he dropped. Also produced by DJ Khaled, these these are off of a DJ Khaled album. I think I think an album's coming soon. Um, he drops, Khaled drops, Greece. It's called, and you know, looking at both the songs because Khaled takes the artist name on his albums and puts featuring whoever the artist is that's featuring on the song. So he put featuring Drake on both songs, but for some reason, on this Grease song, I thought someone else was going to be on it, and Drake was going to be the feature, because when it first comes on, it almost sounds like Justin Bieber, like, it just, it doesn't, I don't know about Justin Bieber necessarily, but it just doesn't sound like Drake, it sounds like someone, Drake, writing a song for Drake, and then they just put out the reference track, like, it just doesn't sound like Drake, and even if it did, it sounds like Drake from, like, 2008, 2010, you know, like, It's young Drake. It doesn't sound like anything new or anything like he would do nowadays. And honestly, the song's still good. You know, I hated it the first few times I I heard it. And like, I listened to them when they released and I hated that shit. But after some time and after hearing other people playing it, it just it's one of those things where it grew on me. Like, I remember that song more than Popstar, I'm pretty sure. And that's weird to say because I don't like that song. Like, it's cool, but I don't like it. I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, Drake's counterpart, J. Cole, he he just dropped, um, I I believe there are two songs from his upcoming album. The album, I believe, is The Fall Off, if I'm not wrong. I went to a, um, I went to a concert, what was it, Day in Vegas with my girl, and we actually saw most of Dreamville. They had just dropped that Dreamville album, too. Um, and I saw most of them, and he was promoting The Fall Off, um, with banners and, you know, handing out flyers and behind him on the stage were a bunch of, you know, LED lights with, you know, the fall off, all that kind of shit. And I know, I know he was talking about probably retiring from rap, which I understand because I, I think he's making business deals behind, behind the scenes, you know, and I think he'll be fine. I mean, he has a record label with artists on it that I listen to, that I really enjoy. Um, JID being one of my, or JID or whatever people want to call him, being one of my favorites. And he's been for about a year now, maybe a little over a year. Um, but you know, I've noticed he hasn't gained as much traction as I thought he would. I mean, he's a good rapper, but he's young. So give him some time. Uh, maybe his sound has to mature or maybe he's, you know what I noticed about a lot of people, he might be ahead of his time. He might be, he might've been like maybe a year or two early, which isn't a bad thing because he has a name now and in two years, maybe three years, he'll he'll still be around rapping his ass off like he always does. Um, I think that he is definitely a rapper that we need now, if not now, then soon. Um especially if people like Drake and people like J. Cole and people like, you know, Kanye and all that, people like them. Um Jay-Z, all of them, they're all going to be gone in the next, you know, 10 to 15 years, at least from rap. Who knows, you know, in life, but from rap, for sure, a lot of these people are going to be gone. So we need these new guys because, of course, the new music, I have respect for, you know, the new artists and new music. But we still need those guys who are saying something, um, something of substance, you know, like we're always going to need those songs that make you feel good, make you bob your head. But we need those songs where someone's actually sending a message to maybe other people or just trying to make you think a little bit harder than just bobbing your head and, and twerking, you know, whatever people do. Um, but yeah, so he dropped two songs. I think the album, or it's called Lewis street is, is the name of the project. I, it's not even a project. It's literally two songs. For some reason it's called Lewis street. I thought the album was going to be called the fall off, but maybe he does Lewis street then does the fall off, which cool with me, more music from J Cole. Cool with me. Um, The first song is called The Comeback, I believe. Let me see. Let me look. But I believe it's The Comeback. And The Comeback, The Climb Back, sorry. So The Climb Back, pretty decent, man. Pretty decent. I think my biggest problem with J. Cole, if I'm going to jump there first. I'm going to show a little bit of hate before I show love. Everybody likes to do it in the opposite order. I'm going to do it in this order. So you know where I'm coming from. Um I'm not a big fan. I'm a big I'm a big hook guy. Like I really like hooks and I like hooks to be different and I like hooks to get a little intricate. And I think we're in a time period where hooks can almost sound like a verse or at least the beginning of a verse and then come back and repeat it where it's where it's a hook. Like I don't know how to explain it. Um there's artists that I listen to that do it and I know not a lot of people listen to them. Um but it it it's a it's a rhythm, it's a flow of a hook that just, it just works for me personally, and I think J. Cole has always struggled in the hook department, I think he has songs with really good hooks, but I think he's always struggled in the hook department, Um, I don't know what it is, but there's just, and not, and there's a few other artists that are of his caliber that do too, I think Eminem's one of those, where Eminem with the hooks for me, like there was a time period where it was cool, but, and I'm not comparing the two. These are two different thoughts about two different people. But the Eminem hooks, I just think they don't work nowadays. I think they're dated. Um, the J. Cole hooks, I think he's got some that are really good. Like, he really does have some that are really good. But I think what really makes me always struggle with his music is the hook. Um, this hook is fine. It's just a J. Cole hook to me. And it's like, meh. So the verses obviously have to be good. And it's J. Cole, so the verses are good. The verses are really good. And because of the times we're going through right now, it's stuff I want to hear and stuff most of us probably want to hear. So the climb back, that's, that's, that's a good one. I like it. I like it a lot. The next song is Lion King on Ice. I don't like the hook on this one and it's another J. Cole hook. It just doesn't do it for me. It just, it's just, it just didn't hit the, it, it didn't hit the way that the previous songs hook hit and if that didn't hit that way, I wouldn't have liked that one either, you know what I mean, like, it's one of those situations, but, but, but the actual verses are really good, so, like, I can listen to the song, it's just the hook isn't a really, and maybe it'll grow on me, I literally listened to it, like, twice, maybe three times, it'll probably grow on me, but it's good music, it's good music, There, are are good music, you know, good, good songs out in the streets right now, I know there's more projects out, um, and i haven't i haven't even heard them i've i've listened to the things that i knew were coming out um i've been focusing on a few different things recently and we'll we'll talk about that a little later on in the pod but but yeah I, it's there's a lot of good music um do yourself a favor and check it out um next podcast i'll i'll have more music that i've listened to and that i want to show you it just happened to be that i didn't listen to a lot in the last couple of couple of weeks uh, i went out of town family vacation that was a fun time Went to Lake Arrowhead. Um, we were on a boat for a little bit. But most of the shit was closed. You couldn't do most of the things. Like, there was, like, little beaches there. We couldn't even go on the little beaches. Like, it was, it was, was, it is what it is because of COVID. And, you know, it is what it is. Maybe in 2021 AC, we can go back and make it even better. But this was sweet. We had a three-story house. Um, there was, what, 16, 15 or 16 people, all all family members, boyfriends, girlfriends, my brothers and sisters who have boyfriends and girlfriends um, parents, grandparents, dogs, everybody was there. It was a really good time. I I really enjoyed it. Um, especially during all this bullshit we've been dealing with. Uh, it's, it's nice to get away. That's the main thing, getting away. If you have the opportunity, um, just, just leave, just go somewhere, come back, you know, whenever, a few days, a few months, whatever you want to do, whenever your city opens back up, um, come back. But if your city is closed, and it's been closed since, what, March? Then you should go somewhere and just get away for a second. And it's it's good now. Like, I, I was at home for four months straight. I saw a few people. And it was nice when I saw those people. Um, but then I had to go back and kind of quarantine up for another, you know, 12, two weeks, 12 days, 14 days, whatever the numbers are. And I would quarantine up. Wouldn't get sick see someone else for a little bit, what up, what up, what up, come back, quarantine up, like, I'm not trying to get my grandparents sick, my sister's pregnant, I'm not trying to get her sick, and so that's, I haven't seen her most of her pregnancy because of that reason, um, my girlfriend, don't want to get her sick, don't want to get her parents sick, like, just been trying to avoid everything, but then we went on this family trip with, like, 16 people who all, you know, we all quarantined, we all stayed in, we didn't, you know, go and run around with people and shit, so, you know, we took our chances, but we definitely, um, Made that risk a lot smaller. The percentages are way lower that anybody gets that shit. And we'll find out. But so far, so good. I feel great. I feel better now than I did before I went in to the weekend. So, that was a good time. I enjoyed it. Um, And, you know, I, I don't know when this happened, man. But I, maybe it was Sunday. Maybe it was Monday. It was one of those days. But this dude, Kanye West, is fucking tripping. Kanye West, man. Like, what... What can I even say about that guy? I mean, he he says it all.
1: Okay, so I stubbed my toe <laughs> two years ago. I went to the doctor because, I, you know, I got to yay everything up. I got to take everything way serious. I'm going to take some anointment noint, some or whatever. I'm going to go to the hospital. So when I got there... <laughs> doctors ask me if i want to pain medication at the end of the year they give out awards for people who have given out the most medication in europe
0: so i just wanted to stop it there because and i wanted i wanted to say like this dude just thinks he can just say whatever he wants and I, i i'm calling this the trump effect um, it's where people just get on stage and just say shit I mean Kanye is notorious for this shit Trump could have possibly stole it from him But all these people listening are like I have family members who are in the medical field And they're not getting awards and accolades For handing out prescriptions Like what the fuck are you talking about? But I'll let, I'll let him continue and I'll, I'll get back to my point
1: In Europe uh, There's a higher threshold for pain
0: what the hell is this guy talking about we're just gonna let this guy do i mean i'm sorry i'm sorry for interrupting all right, all right all
1: right i got plastic surgery to try to look young and try to look like i needed to be on tv out in los angeles you heard a small clip of that on tmc after getting the plastic surgery that was the slippery slope to being addicted to percocets percocets release serotonin and endorphins in your mind that are similar to when you have an orgasm and are also a cousin and a sister of heroin. So basically, some could say I was addicted to a smaller form of heroin. The,
0: this guy Went and got plastic surgery, which is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get to look good for, you know, Hollywood or whatever probably inspired mostly by his wife who has done that to her whole body and her whole family has also done that um you know we we looked to this guy for guidance and all this kind of bullshit I don't but people do and he's influenced by the kardashians but my bigger point was he is getting surgeries that cost thousands of dollars and then getting addicted to the drugs he's given because of that surgery and then wants us to feel bad, and is acting as if he's a heroin addict, which I just don't think is right, because there are actual heroin addicts out here that couldn't afford plastic surgery, or couldn't afford rehab, maybe not rehab, but couldn't afford to get off of them. There's just a lot more to it, but I'll let him fucking continue.
1: And I would live in this Mick mansion, in this gated community, with my Maybach, and I would drive to Calabasas, high as a mother. The one that my dad is sitting at home waiting for Fox News to run that. The same. He said he was high as a
0: mother. <laughs> Once again, what are we supposed to do? Feel bad for Kanye West because he's rich? Like, you just want to name drop everything. Oh, I'm in a McMansion in Beverly Hills or Calabasas driving a Maybach. And addicted to heroin. I was high as fuck. And then everybody else is laughing. Ha ha ha. I was high as fuck. Did you hear him? He said he was high as fuck. And then he's like, my dad would hate to hear that uh, on the news. Oh, Kanye West riding his Maybach high as fuck. Like, I just, I don't know, man. I just, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the world we live in with these people. And these people who can just out of nowhere, turn into social pundits and just have something to say about everything and be a part of the conversation. Um, even the fact that I'm talking about it now is adding to his his revenue stream. You feel me? Like, it's just it's just so crazy that t- the times we're living in. Um, I I just wanted to I just wanted you to hear this and I'm going to skip ahead because there's more to it. Um, I just find it crazy, man. And this is what I was talking about, that Trump effect where this guy's just on stage just saying a bunch of shit and people are eating it up because what else can they do? What else can they do? They're just gonna eat it up. You know, you have a lot more dumb people than smart people in this world, and we like entertainment, and we like drama more than we like good shit happening to people that aren't us. If it's not us, then we don't give a fuck. If it's us, we want everything good to happen to us, but the moment it's someone else, we're like, eh, if it's not entertaining me or doing anything for me, I don't care, and it's okay. That's the way we are as people, but we just gotta be aware of it and stop trying to act and play like we're other things than what we are. You know what I mean? We 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 love this shit. We love reality TV. We eat all this shit up. But I'm gonna skip ahead real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you a little bit more of what he was saying.
1: So my girlfriend called me. And I just thought to myself, please don't tell me I gave you Kardashian names. That's gonna be the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I it,
0: yes! That's said no! <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, man. Like, giving someone AIDS, to me, isn't necessarily the most comedic thing you could do. Um, I get what he's saying. I'm not trying to be like a stickler and a hard-ass. I'm just saying that, like, what are we doing here? Like, you were talking about running for president, and now you're saying you hope you don't give... Kim Kardashian AIDS on top of the fact how do you give someone AIDS without having AIDS or do you have AIDS like I just don't I don't know man I just I think it's crazy and I think you know you can hear the people eating this shit up and you know the media and social media and all that shit didn't do any better man everybody everybody ate this shit up but he quickly quickly and I don't want to play the whole fucking clip but he quickly started crying about abortion and talking about how his parents wanted to abort him and how he almost aborted his daughter knowing that you know his girlfriend's now pregnant they thought about it, they talked about it and he breaks down crying and it's just it's i don't know i don't know you can you can listen we love you, Things took a pretty crazy turn right there. Um, Very unexpected. He started freaking out. um, Talking about, I almost killed my daughter and whatnot. But then... So, I mean, he he has everybody on his side. He has everybody on his side right here. Agreeing. It's crazy. It's fucked up. A lot of people have been through that same predicament. They can feel for you, Kanye. You've cried. They're cheering you on. They want you to feel better. But then... He says this.
1: No more plan B, plan a. Oh,
0: no. I don't know what fucking noise this lady just made, but she does not agree with you, Kanye. I'm sorry.
1: No. Have- no. No. You have an option of $50,000 a year that I will support with the organization that I make yeah. to take care of your child. No, child? No, like you no, you should. No.
0: These people sound shocked that Kanye West said something that doesn't really work for everybody and that they don't agree with. It's, It's almost as if he hasn't really put in the time to figure out what the country needs. He's more thought about what he thinks he thinks we need and what he wants. And it's more about him than anybody else. But, you know, that's if this is your candidate. Then, you know, it is what it is.
1: When, when other countries come in and you have no weapons, what do you think is going to happen? You will be enslaved. Israeli women know how to fire a firearm, they are trained to do this. It's, guns don't kill people, 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 kill people kill
0: people. Am I the only one who hears how dumb? these people are, like, they're disagreeing with him to the utmost capacity, like, everybody, people are in there confused, you can hear it in audio, confusion, like, it's crazy to actually hear confusion, you know, but you can hear it when you listen to this audio, how everybody's just so confused about what he's talking about, but then he just, and he starts to get confused about what he's talking about, he loses track, and then says, guns don't kill people, And just by those words, the whole group of people at this rally chant back people kill people and then cheer because that's how small minded and how dumb these people are. That like you were just two seconds ago disagreeing with this man about something that affects your life and your children's lives and you know, whatever it affects everybody and you were just disagreeing with that and then all he had to say with was guns don't kill people and everybody knows what you say back to guns don't kill people and so they just said it back and we're happy they got to be involved like these are the people going to rallies these are the people and it's, it's you don't the, the saddest part is that that's a majority of our population at least in america i don't know the rest of the world so i'm not even going to judge them the way that i judge americans and Americans are the type to vote for a Kanye West, the same as they voted for a Donald Trump. So if you think that it's impossible for Kanye West to become president, you have another thing coming. You need to look at the past. And by past, I mean four years ago. You know, and then Kim Kardashian, of course, and Chris and everybody else, the Kardashian clan, they all said that Kanye West is dealing with mental issues bipolar and that's always what they say that's always that's always his excuse is that bipolar but it's like so is this man that's bipolar raising your children like I don't want anybody taken from their kids or kids taken from their parents but like when someone's outside saying all this stuff, to the world. And then you're telling us that it's bipolar. What's happening at home? You know, I would assume things aren't going that well. I don't know if things ever were going that well. There's just a lot of money involved. You know what I mean? There's a lot of money. So it's almost a business uh, ordeal more than it is an actual relationship. And I don't know the relationship. So I'm not going to speak on it. I'm just saying that's how it comes across to the public or at least to the public who's, you know, smart enough to realize that this isn't a normal relationship. Um, and I, you know, it's not even a situation, I almost feel like sometimes they use mental health as an excuse, and I think it's fucked up for the people who really have mental health, because he is dropping an album soon, you know, and anytime people are dropping an album, they love to do these little things, and Kanye is notorious for it, um, I'd have to do, like, my research and due diligence to see every album he's dropped, what, like, Thing he's done but he's always done something before an album every time i mean i would have to go back and check like college dropout and the ground when it when he first like got big he might not have known that little trick yet you know what i mean he might not have really known that and maybe he wasn't doing it then but ever since what pablo yeah probably pablo he's been doing this shit that's just what he does you know there's a new album i'm gonna do this and people are gonna buy it and it works what can you say it works so I'm going to switch topics over to Mr. Mister Trump, Donald Trump, um, which isn't, you know, a far switch, but basically, you know, the way he's handled COVID, the way he's handled the rioting, looting that happened a couple months ago, um, police brutality, um, just everything, just everything. I mean, from the top down, like he's just a really bad president. Like I'm going to say it. I don't even pay attention to politics, but he's a really bad president, man. He really is. I don't know. Like, I don't know what the difference maker is between him and other presidents, because to me, they've always just been the face. But maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like they're the face. So what's happening behind the scenes if the face can't get it together? And then the country's in turmoil, like the country's shit right now. And. You know, we're not as bad as some countries because some countries barely have fucking clean water. You know what I mean? But basically, I'm just saying that this is our president and he's doing very little. Um, He was asked about police brutality and police brutality. And this is what he said. Let's talk about George Floyd. You said George Floyd's death was a terrible thing. Terrible. Why are African-Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country?
1: And so are white people. So are white people.
0: What a terrible question to ask. So are white people. More white people, by the way. More white people. I was, you know, normally I'd be pretty annoyed and pissed off by this comment, but it's to be expected from Donald Trump. Um, The crazier thing to me is how people don't understand how this sounds. Like, it doesn't matter what you feel and whatever. Just listen to what he's saying. You know, it's not... You know, the problem is that black people are dying. The, the percentage of black people in America is so much smaller. I think it's 13 or 15 percent. Right. Look it up. I could be wrong, but I, I know it's something like that. Very small percentage of the United States is black people. But then white people make up 60 percent of the United States. I mean, go look at crime rates. Go look at all that. Like because of those numbers, white people are doing crimes more than black people just because there's more white people and black people are doing crimes that involve making some money because we have no foundations in America. We created all this and we get nothing in return. So we have to build from scratch. And when some people are left with less than others, um, they have to build from scratch and take some things that they need to build because they don't even have building materials. You know what I mean? So every once in a while, you're going to have a group of people who try to get materials. Now, be it money, call it what you will. And this would be the same in the animal kingdom. And this is the thing about people, which pisses me off the most, is that we don't realize that we are animals. We just think in a different way, but we're animals. Everything we do is animalistic. Like, the, you, you know, when people don't have things and people don't have, you know, food, you have to go get food. When you have a daughter and she needs to eat, you have to go get food. So of course, people are gonna go and rob and steal and do all that, right? But the numbers are higher for white people because there's more white people and they also need food and water and all the things, right? So then the news outlets make it about black people. That's that's what they do. They make it about black people. Everybody robs and steals. They make it about black people and make it that black people are robbing and stealing. I don't think, and I'm not trying to give, you know, all, all people credit but I don't think that every lady that clutches her purse is racist. Like when I step on an elevator and a lady clutches her purse, I don't think she's racist every time. I just assume that she was taught that black people will steal your purse from you, but go look up the numbers. Like I guarantee you, I haven't, I've never even looked those specific numbers up, but I almost guarantee you that more white people have stolen purses from from women on elevators than black people I mean I don't even know if you can get that information but I can almost guarantee you you know what I mean so you know these things are put into the world and put into it's all a programming it's all programming like we just got to change the way that we think about everything in order to get past what we were taught at a young age you know what I mean like I went to an all-white school like I know where the programming was happening Because I was like, hmm? And I was questioning the teachers and the things. And people were very upset that I was questioning things. People, teachers used to send me to the office. Um, My mom would get a call. You know, I'd go home. I'd explain to my mom. My mom would always understand because my points were valid. You know what I mean? I always had a valid point. It wasn't like I was just talking to talk, saying shit just to say shit. Like, I really had valid points and confusion when it came to what they were teaching us. Um, when we were in middle school, high school, I mentioned whenever, whenever they were teaching us, they were teaching us some weird shit and I didn't understand it. And it was mainly because I was different than a lot of people in my class. And I wasn't going to just let people, I've never been the type of person to let people just say some shit willy nilly and not question if it sounds off, you know what I mean? And, uh, and that's the problem. We have a president who, who says things like this, like, so do white people. The biggest problem about all of this, right. Is the fact that the question is, you know, mainly surrounding the fact that cops are killing people who are innocent. And the president of the United States response is white people are also getting killed by the cops. So why are we talking about black people getting killed by the cops? What we should be what he should be saying is cops need to stop killing people. If you want to make it an all-lives thing, okay, but you're the president of the United States, which means you speak for black people as well and all people, and you should say cops should stop killing people in general. And it's just the way he's handled things. Like I said, it's just, it's, it's a kick in the nuts. It's a kick in the nuts and not to my nuts. Cause I don't care. Like I didn't vote for him. I'm not that political. Like this stuff is what I'm seeing on the news. And I judge everybody with the same type of lens. You know what I mean? You're gonna get the same judgments out of me, no matter if you're the president, it doesn't matter what you do. You're gonna get the same fucking judgments out of me. You know, and the way he's handled COVID, the way he's handled all of this is a bunch of bullshit. The way he's trying to open schools now. I don't know if you heard about this, but he's trying to just open schools out of nowhere. Like, it's not that it's out of nowhere. I called all this from day one. That's I'm going to step back and say that. And I'm going to give myself a pound on the back. I'm going to give myself my own credit because I called this shit from the moment COVID shut down everything. And I saw how people were acting. I saw how the president was acting, how the government was acting. I was like, so we're going to run out of money because people aren't working people are going to want to work they're going to get restless then they're going to open the city and everything's going to get chaotic numbers are going to go up they're going to close down the city again i mean la i believe closed again i don't even know because i stay inside i stay inside all the time i don't have a job right now so until i have a job i'm inside um but i called all this shit and i said they were going to close again we closed again um like, people upset that you can't be in restaurants, people upset because they don't want to wear a mask, like, I've been wearing a mask since this shit started, they didn't, I didn't need a mandate, I didn't need anybody, I've just been wearing a mask, like, I don't, I don't really get how a bunch of people who, most people just went to high school, didn't even go to fucking college, but say they did go to college, they didn't, they're not fucking scientists, or doctors, and they just say shit about how they feel, and it's like, that's just based on emotions. Like if you had all the money in the world, you wouldn't care that you couldn't go out. You wouldn't care that you couldn't do all those things. You would just order things in. You would, you know, pay for private events and do all this stuff because you don't, it's just whatever. But it's the fact that you don't, you want to go out and do all this stuff and someone's preventing you. And it's like being a little kid. It's like, oh, I'm an adult. I'm going to do what I want. And it's just, it's a bunch of bullshit. It really is like a bunch of bullshit. And then this dude's going to open schools. And what is that going to do? It's going to spike these numbers exponentially like just wait just watch I'm, I'm calling it now and you hear it here live well probably not live but you know what i mean you hear it here and it's it's just it's so crazy to me that this is what it is like they're just going to open schools kids are going to be spreading it they might not even get affected by it but they're gonna give it to their teachers who are then going to go home and give it to their people who they live with and it's just all co- all across the country people are going to you know hopefully they can do the college thing where they you know or hopefully college can do the online schools but i know a lot of them can't I know a lot of them, you know, people live in the dorms. They don't live out here in an apartment or something. They live in the dorms. So I don't know how you're going to prevent this, but between that and the winter, it's it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a ride. I'm done. I'm done with my political shit and talking about all this bullshit. Move on to a little bit better things. Um this whole quarantine, man. I've been you know, from playing video games to writing scripts to just doing all kinds of shit. I've just been trying to figure out things to like take up my time because I haven't had work and I've just it's it's been a it's been it's been crazy, right? I am a sucker for these fucking reality shows like Love Island. Um I watched a season or two of Love Island since quarantine started. And there's like 40 episodes. And these people are just dating people. Like the premise of the show is basically these like, I believe it's like six people, six girls or six guys, depending on how they want to start each season. I can't even speak. Each season starts off different. So it could be six girls at the beginning of this season or six guys. And then they're standing there and six girls come in or vice versa, depending on the opposite sex that's already out there. And they come and pick who they want to be with. So either the girls who are standing there waiting for the guys to come in can step forward for the guys or the guys pick them. And this whole thing is just hilarious because you have all these people living in a house. They're all fighting. I believe it's $50,000. And they're trying to act like they're building these connections within like two, three days. And it's funny because you'll see like a guy who likes a girl and she's not really giving him the time and he's trying all hard. And then like someone new will come in and the girl, the guy will start talking to that new girl, and then the girl they were originally talking about will get jealous and come and try to like get them their attention again. And it's like you weren't there; you just got to see it. Really, it's it's a it's it's great to watch if you like psychology and you like to see how people act in certain environments and in certain settings. That's the main reason I watch it because I just love to see how people react now the people involved aren't necessarily the brightest people. So it's not like I'm getting, you know, a a fair view of the world, but it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's pretty hilarious. Um, so I watched a couple seasons of that. And then I saw this show on Netflix that I'd heard about before. And I didn't really get involved, but because I haven't had shit to do, I checked out, it's called too hot to handle. And it's almost the same show. Like I would have to look to see if the producers are the same. It's almost the same show. The only difference in this one is that they can't have sex, they can't kiss, they can't do any sexual type of activity with these people they're trying to date, and if they do, they lose money out of the pot, and the pot starts off at a hundred thousand dollars. So if you kiss, you lose three thousand dollars. If you have sex, you you lose twenty thousand dollars out of your a hundred, and then whoever wins or the group has to split this pot, but no one knows who's gonna win or how it's gonna work. It's only been one season, and spoiler alert, if you plan on watching the show, don't listen past this point, skip, um, maybe 45 seconds, spoiler alert, okay, so, it was a $100,000, they lost, like, 50 or something, or 40 or something, and then they got the money back that they lost, because these people who couldn't keep it together, kept it together, so they got money back, they all split $72,000, $72,000, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, like, split this with people I don't like, like, how, I don't, I didn't do the math, but between, like, 10 people, that's not a lot of money, 7g's a piece, you know, after taxes, you're looking at 3,500, like, bullshit, bullshit, but, you know, they get you with these shows, man, I, and I could never do it, I could never do it, these people acting like they can't not kiss a girl, the too hot to handle one, they pick people who are, like, damn near sex addicts, you know what I mean, like, that's, that's pretty much what they are, people who are sex addicts that don't know that, they don't say that they're sex addicts, but they are, and it's hard for them not to try to have sex with each other while they're on the show, and they're not bad looking people either, so they want to have sex, and it's, it's pretty entertaining, it's pretty entertaining, if you like shit like that, or if you don't have shit else to do, it's something to watch, um, I watched Stranger Things again, I love that show, I think this is my third time watching it, or, I'm sorry, I watched all three seasons again, it's my second time watching it um, yeah, I don't, these shows, man, that's, it's, it's one of the things keeping me, keeping it together, but, you know, on top of the shows, I've been, I've been writing a lot, and I know I mentioned that earlier, but I finally finished a fucking script, man, finally finished a feature film, it's 123 pages, I believe, and That's just the first draft. When I do the second draft, I know it's going to have maybe like a couple more pages to it just because I'm going to add a lot more and uh, a lot more character development. I kind of was just getting the story out there and trying to get a feel for just writing in general. And it was really nice, really good time. So I have have that done. Um, I have one feature, one short film, 50 or 60 pages of another feature, 15 pages of another feature couple ideas like i'm just trying to get this shit popping because the industry isn't going to be what the industry was let's just get that you know straight the industry is going to be different and i'm just trying to figure out a way to have all my eggs and to have a plan that can just get me where i need to be in these new in these new environments in these new times um but yeah so another pat on the back you feel me I've also started photography, and I don't even want to say I've started photography. My girl needs pics done of her of her fingernails. She works for a nail company, so she needs, like, pictures done and all this shit. So I've been, you know, setting up the lighting and shooting shit. Her, her company bought her a camera, so I've been using that. When I was young, man, this is, this is what I wanted to do. Like, when I first got into the film industry, how I got in was because I wanted to get into photography And now given the opportunity and at least having some type of like camera and having like all the stuff that I needed years ago to really accomplish what I wanted to accomplish. I have it now. And so I'm gonna try to take advantage and, 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 and learn as much as I can on top of the writing. And, you know, I want to be, what is it? Multifaceted, you know, I want to, I want to be able to I want to be able to do different things, I man, you need multiple streams of income, especially living in Los Angeles, where the prices are through the fucking roof, um, you need multiple streams, so I'm just trying to get it how I live, um, it's been a, it's been a good experience, though, and I mean, this is just gonna help me in the long run, that's all I can really say about it, you know, I have a lot of things that I have planned out and that I want to do, um, unfortunately this podcast is kind of like a side thing you know it's like a side hobby that I enjoy when I do it but it's not something that's just pressing on my mind like I gotta get another episode out like there are times that I feel like damn I should put another episode out because how long's it been but majority of the time man I'm worried about other things and I like to do this on my off time when I'm just having one of those days where I just feel like I should talk about some shit and, and today was one of those days man today was one of those motherfucking days um And yeah, that's all, that's all I got for you today, man. I, uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, if you, if this is the first time man, come back, I don't, I can't tell you a specific date of when I'm going to drop it, but I do want to do them more. I do want to drop these more, man. I really do. I just got to have the material and the content and everything that I need to make this a real operation, you know? And during quarantine, it's hard. I could, I, I, you know, I don't necessarily want to be the guy talking about all the topics, you know, that everybody else talks about with, you know, social media and all the things that trend on Twitter and shit like that. Like, I'm just not, that's not me, man. So, you know, when things come to my mind, I have a strong opinion on them. I'm going to bring them to the show. I'm going to bring them to the to hype by night, bring them to the pod because I'm the pod God. And, you know, I appreciate you listening because I'm just talking, but enjoy this shit. You know, this is music by Wix Blue, my homie Michi out in Ohio. Come with them bangers. My boy Brian, Stutter baby, you know what it is.
1: Uh, right, 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 boom, boom, boom. Uh. Yeah. Looking out the window, all I see is the stars and a bunch of hating niggas. I see from afar. Hop out the whip the doors, lift it up a jar. Who you know is fly as me, except for the stars. Young nigga really moving beans, 300 a jar, like beans on Rockefeller. Where we cooking the hard. I could end up in jail, getting booked for these bars. Young nigga really got pain. I can show you the scars. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I will be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can hear it coming. Counting up twenty fifties and some hundreds, laying back getting blunted. We want it all, nigga. You know how we coming. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I will be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can hear it coming. Count up twenty fifties and some hundreds, laying back getting uh, blunted. We want it all, nigga. You know how we coming. Uh. Bumping some old Fujis. While I'm rolling up, mold doobies. Sitting back out on old loose leaves, Hot boxing with the old two piece. 90s dope boy with the old coochie. Watch your bitch, and keep throwing coochie. And I'ma catch it all. Pin her down, wonder how she handled bowling balls. Watch a bitch, I'ma expose her flaws. They hit the block, the go serve the raw. You already know the ball. Uh, can a young nigga get some money? I'll be damned if you take it from me. I'm on a money train, I can hear it coming. Count up 2050s and some hundreds, Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga, you know how we coming. Can a young nigga get some money? i be damned if you take it from me. I'm on the money train, I can hear it coming. Count up 2050s and some hundreds, Laying back, getting blunted. We want it all, nigga, you know how we coming.